This is Show and Sleeves, and you are listening to the Alex Cast. Get fresh, because it's fucking 1989, and I'm coming straight Ellen. Ellen. I don't know what any of that meant. My name is Alex. I'm the host of a podcast called The Alex Cast. Now that we've got that settled, joining me tonight in studio is a writer. He is also a podcaster. Uh, his first novel is called Periphery. It is available on Amazon.com. You can find a link to Periphery on AlexCast.com. And joining me tonight is me, because I don't have a guest. Hi, guys. Um, I am here doing a solo episode because I wanted to kind of bring back some solo episodes in the new year. And since I am a lazy bag of shit, it took me till the, I don't know what day of the month it is. What's it, like the 15th? Yeah. So it took me half a month to get one episode down. But I wanted to talk to you all about a couple of things. First and foremost, I want to thank the people behind the 24-hour podcast and um, the shortlist being uh, Mr. Ray Taylor, at Ray Taylor, uh, Jill Hamitsu, at Jill Hamitsu, and of course, at Yuck Nasty, who is the um, beneficiary of the 24-hour podcast. Because uh, his house got burnt and uh, all the Death Squad people got together and did a 24-hour podcast to get some donations up. And last I looked, it was like 8200 bucks or something like that. It was some fucking ridiculously huge amount. I mean, I guess I don't want to. Yeah, okay. I shouldn't say ridiculously huge. Like a ridiculously generous amount. Let's say that because um, I don't know why I qualified that. I mean, 8200 is fucking huge. I just uh, I didn't want to say that it's huge. So like if you guys still want to donate. um don't think like, oh, well, that's settled. Um, $8,200, that'll buy him new everything. $8,200 is not going to buy him a new everything. Uh, $8,200 will uh, be a fucking awesome thing for your friends to get together for you, but there's still a lot. So uh, you guys can still go to, I'm trying to bring up, because I'm a professional podcaster and I'm really always super, super uh, well prepared and ready to go. Uh, I don't have it off the top of my head. Um, I memorized the, uh, the URL for the 24 hour podcast, which is over. So that was stupid of me. I'm actually kind of, I'm kind of vamping, uh, kind of well here. Uh, so, uh, gofundme.com slash yuck nasty, uh, Y U K N A S S T Y. And I don't know how much longer it's open for. I know one of them is open till the end of the month, I think, is the, um, uh, Yuck Nasty is one of the hosts of Get In The Corner podcast, which I know I've referenced to you people before. And, uh, yeah, cool dude. Um, he's, and he deserves your help. And in fact, you know how much I bitch about how I'm desperately poor? I donated to this man. You know why? Because I don't need fucking pad thai. I don't need to, you know, 
afford vegetables. I don't need to, I don't need to take a bus to work. I can walk. I can save that money. And I want you guys to do that too. So yeah, right now they're at $8,700 and, um, hopefully we can get them some more. So yeah, uh, gofundme.com slash yuck nas t yuck n s t y that didn't help you spell it any better i'll just put the link on alexcast.com under this episode number so yeah that was fucking cool man so i called in and um i should let me give a little background to this you might not know this about me but there's there's two things that i um i don't want to say hate hate's a strong word but um i'm made uncomfortable by and have a certain loathing for uh one is public speaking. I know that sounds weird since I have a podcast that's moderately popular, uh, but I'm not seeing you guys and um, it's not live. So if I fuck this up, I can go back and edit. Now, if you've listened to the show before, you know I'm not going to go back and edit, but there's a certain safety net that's involved with the ability to going back. The ability to be going back. The ability to be, to be going, because I'm straight illin. There's a, yeah, there's a, a safety net. So if I fuck something up or I say something I was going to say, say something horrible, but I always say something horrible and I don't edit it, but you get the point. So it's easier. So it's that. And I hate my face a lot on film. Um, I say film because film is this thing that used to exist. Uh, kids, it was like this, it's kind of like the see-through material. And then you opened up a lens, uh, like the thing on your iPhone and it opened the aperture and it, uh, it put light onto this, onto this substance, a see-through thing we called film. And then, uh, we bathed that in chemicals and then using another light placed it onto uh, what we used to call paper. And then these were, these were called photographs. And then if you took a lot of these, these negatives, they call it, the, th- the little film that you put light through and strung them in a row and put light behind it and then move them quickly, uh, that is what we used to call a movie. Now, these things still exist in certain ways, but not in the way that I knew them. Give me derogotypes anytime. I don't think that's how you say it, but it was a funny reference anyway. That's why I'm a writer, not a talker. Anyway, I don't like talking in public it really freaks me the fuck out but i did want to show up on this 24-hour podcast thing i wanted to give my support and if i mean most of the people there uh the overlap between the audience that's there and you guys i can't imagine there's you know if i get if i get a thousand downloads uh, i would say you know probably 900 some out of those also listen to somebody else involved in the in the 24-hour podcast but i thought you know hey maybe that extra little overlap will be you know, will be something, you know, that'll be uh, enough to maybe give them a couple extra bucks or whatever. So here's how I go about going public speaking. I go to the nearest drinking establishment. And when I say drinking establishment, I don't mean like a, like a Dairy Queen or, a, you know, some kind of a delicious ice cream shop and get myself a malted. Uh, I don't go to the smoothie, uh, TJ McSmoothies and get myself a kale uh, smoothie. No. I plaster myself with libation, like I'm doing right now. Hold on one second. I have a a dude's cum in my throat. So, uh, yeah, so I went to the bar, and I uh, got myself uh, good and liquored up, because I don't um, have anxiety. I'm happy to admit that, and really, I wanted to uh, call in and... If there's more than like two or three people on the line at the time, I know I would just sit there and not say anything. Uh, that's my, that's my, what I do in groups is uh, I'm much better on one-on-one. Um, essentially, once it gets above four people, I start to get a little like, eh, somebody else can say something. And I just kind of sit around and I'd rather watch. 
but since I am, you know, a podcaster, maybe that, you know, extra, you know, whatever number of people, you know, probably, you know, more than 80, less than 200 that I could bring to the, to the donation box. You know, maybe that helps. So anyway, there's a long way of saying, so I got myself nice and drunk and I went home and called, uh, I went home and Skyped in to the 24 hour podcast. Now here are my notes on the 24 hour podcast and my Skyping in thing. One, um, Mike Maxwell was on when I, when I first called on, when I first called in and I don't know how I don't want, okay. No, this won't be all that rude. I haven't been listening to Rogan that much lately. Uh, mostly, and this is not mostly not to do with him, but I, I just, maybe I'm just, I'm in like kind of a, a sissy gentle phase of my life right now. And it's some of his kind of trolly, um, aggressiveness wasn't sitting well with me. And it, it, literally that's not nothing against Joe is to show is, is fantastic. And I know I've like episodes with that exact amount of trolliness and, and kind of argumentative nature were like favorites of mine, you know, a year ago. So this is, this is 100% on me. So I haven't really been listening to the show that much. And so apparently Mike Maxwell was on there or there's some overlap there. Or I didn't know. I'd heard his name before, but I just thought he was just some dude. I mean, I guess he is just some dude, but I didn't realize he was somebody of acclaim. And I'm pretty sure I talked over him a bunch of times. And um, he unfortunately was there where I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure I came up with the idea of, well, I'll punch myself in the face for a donation. And so that happened. And I kind of felt a little weird about that because I was like, oh, man, that's somebody people respect. Like, that guy's a really good artist because I looked him up today, uh, what his art looks like. And I was like, oh, fuck, I've actually seen this guy's work before. And I was like, ah, shit. Like, I'm aware of this dude. Oh, I'm an asshole. So anyway, I'll get over it. I'm, most of my life is embarrassing anyway. But this combines my two biggest uh, dislikes. Public speaking and people looking at my dumb face. So I woke up the next day after 24 hour podcast. And honestly, I had fun. I talked to, um, yuck and, um, to, uh, his, co- his fucking co-host. I'm not saying anybody's name. Sorry. I can't pronounce people's names. Um, Daga. Is that how you say Daga baby? Wait, let me fucking look. Sorry guys. I just, I shouldn't leave people hanging. Here's the problem. It's not the problem is, um, I don't know anybody's fucking name around here because everybody's got like a Twitter name. And I've never said him out loud. Um, so I don't know anybody's like, like Christian name. I don't know anybody's, um, at name, how to say it like in, in human speech. In fact, I got no, in fact, I was hoping I could, uh, honestly, I was just trying to waste time. I looked up, um, how to, um, spell the get in the corner gangs names. Get And there we go. So you can find them at get, uh, hold on a second. You guys make things hard to spell. Get in da corner, um, and uh, Twitter doesn't have um, apostrophes in their in their handle, so you don't have to worry about doing the da in uh, you know da apostrophe. So um, it is Daga Baby D O G G A B A B Y and Yuck Nasty Y U K N A S S T Y. So I didn't really need to question myself that much because I was I mean unless I'm pronouncing his name horribly wrong. Here's the thing: I'm from New Jersey, and I don't really say that word that well. Um, I, I say more of a D-A-W-G uh, pronunciation. And, um, well, let's face it, I'm embarrassed that I'm from New Jersey, so I'm not going to say it that way. 
this all swings back around to waking up this morning and um my uh a, one of the people i work with says hey were you on uh mike maxwell's podcast and i and i kind of paused and said uh no i i spoke to him a little bit last night on the 24-hour thing he's like oh dude i thought that was you i saw a little video of you on on his tumblr and i don't know by his tumblr i mean mike's or um the guy at work um I think I don't honestly, I don't know how Tumblr works. I actually researched it today because uh, a lot of people are on it and I don't fucking understand it. I just I felt old. I felt like I was my mom when I was trying to explain to her how to sign into AOL in fucking, you know, 99. So um, I stared at that and was confused. So anyway, yeah, he says that I was like, oh, that's weird. So I go on Facebook and I see that uh, there is a clip of uh, the little fun Alex punching himself thing in the face. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was that was a bad idea. Um not that it's a bad idea. It's funny. I got a laugh. Got a donation out of it. That's cool. But uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I just look really fat and bald uh, on camera because, like, I don't know how to set up a camera to make it look like it's, uh, you know, a, a handsome fellow. So um, I'm embarrassed for myself. Um, I'm embarrassed for my 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 parents. I'm embarrassed for Jesus, Thomas Jefferson uh Siddhartha Gautama and um Wendy Williams inexplicably I'm not um I'm not actually really sure who that is I know the name I was trying to think of oh no no it's Wendy O Williams who's the chick who's that weirdo chick from the 80s that's what I'm trying to think of anyway long story short um I'm happy even though I just said I'm upset by this I actually am happy I called in and uh, uh it goes a long way towards Force, you know, kind of forcing my stupid face out there goes a long way to kind of uh, getting over my uh, uh, annoyance at my face. I would have, if I were the type to um, give myself titles uh, to qualify and quantify my broken brain, body dysmorphia, which is a fun thing. So essentially, I look like like a bag of shit on film. And not in that fun, like people always go, oh yeah, me too. I hate pictures of me. No, 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 not like that. I don't mean like one of those things where like, or that, hey, look at this picture. I look terrible. No, no. When I had my book release party, which should have been a momentous and, and important uh, time in, in my young writer's life, there were pictures taken that night. Pictures taken which involved me. Upon seeing these pictures on Facebook, I had um, what lesser men would call a panic attack. Now, I'm not going to call it a panic attack. I'm going to call it a controlled brain demolition. I had thermite paint pressed into my skull and it brought my two towers of brain down. So I contacted uh, the lady that uploaded the pictures and said, uh, seriously, can you not have those up? Like, that's this is really horrible. Like, I'm freaking out. Like, I'm so fucking embarrassed at my face. Like, this is, I can't do this. Like, you can't have it there. Like, I, I honestly will delete my Facebook account. Like, I can't have this. Uh, so she um, was thankful enough uh, to do it. And then she came up with the idea of putting um, uh, funny faces over mine. So um, there's uh, one with, I'm uh, the Justin Bieber and the other one. I think she put um, like a panda or 
like grumpy cat or something like that. So those are, those are on Facebook now. So I say all this, uh, to, to say, um, really, I kind of just want people to, to, um, compliment me more about going on the 24 hour podcast with my video, uh, with my, uh, webcam on. Cause, uh, that was, that was like a big deal for me. Uh, cause I hate my fucking face and I look terrible, but I, but I'm trying to deal with it. Trying to get over those kind of things. With that, check this segue out. I added a videos tab to the alexcast.com webpage. You can find it if you go to alexcast.com. Alex always spelled with two X's. A-L-E-X-X-C-A-S-T. Alexcast.com. Um, my Twitter is at the AlexCast. That's about the only thing with the the in it. Um, actually, tell you the truth. I think my website, if you go to the AlexCast, just forwards to the, to the other one. So it's not like it really matters. So, uh, yeah, if you go there, there is, I'm loading up now, watch my speed. Oh yeah, it does exist. So if you look at the top, uh, there's a row of buttons under the, uh, top header picture of the weird headless girl throwing balloons. And you can find under the books tab, books I've written under the writing tab, the writing I've written, which differs from the books. Cause they're, um, I just, I've uploaded some poetry and uh, little essays and stuff I've worked on recently. There's an art tab, which is what I want to talk to you guys about too. Uh, actually I'll talk about that next and um, there is a videos tab now. And the videos tab so far I've just uploaded. I did two little short videos over the past you know few weeks. And again, trying to get over my you know complete uh, uh, vile uh, hatred of my face on video. Um, I've uh, uploaded uh, two videos of me talking about uh, tarot reading. Um, not that that means much because it ends up being you know very Alex Casty, where I just talk about everything that I don't mean to uh, go off on horrible tangents, much like the one I'm probably on now, because I'm sure I earlier started to talk about something, got distracted and started talking about something else. So yeah, you can go check that out. But um, yeah, all that fun stuff there. While you're there, uh, click the Amazon uh, link and go there and then uh, bookmark Amazon from there. You'll see like a string of shit after it. So if you do that, every time you go to Amazon, I get a little piece of everything you buy and you don't have to pay a fucking cent extra and you'll never even notice it. Just bookmark that. It's beautiful. Everything's lovely. Um, so going back to the show art thing on there, you'll see some stuff I've painted and uh, I've drawn. I'm not an artist by any stretch. I just enjoy doing, um, I enjoy doing it. I like uh, throwing things on paper and seeing what happens. Um, I'm not an artist by any stretch. I'm a uh, paper cover. Uh, I, I can't do things on purpose. I can't go, I'm going to draw that, you know, that, uh, that narwhal and then draw narwhal and not can't do that. Uh, I can't like, let's say I drew like the Alex cast, the top header is like this, uh, this watercolor um, girl that I drew. Uh, and I can't do that again. I tried it and it failed miserably. So I, she just sits there as the one example of the time I drew something and it's gone. Can't be repeated. So, uh, I just say that as a, as a kind of uh, an aside, because I'm not trying to go, Ooh, look at me. I'm an artist, a poet, a writer. I'm not one of those people. I know how to use words. The other shit's just for fun. But also in there, you'll find um, our friend Mateo at Dreckface. He did a couple of drawings of the happenings in my book, Periphery. Uh, you'll find uh, there's a picture of uh, kind of a weird balloon thing that's kind of made of uh, squirming animals. And um there's a there's a creepy little boy with devil wings and some other things. Um, so if you like books about uh, creepy devil wing people with uh, with uh, squirming uh, horrible balloons, uh, you might like Periphery. But anyway, yeah, that's there. But if you guys want to do any kind of show art, like if you're looking for a place to kind of um, show off your skills, 
uh, it's not like I get like a shitload of traffic, but I probably get enough that like maybe, you know, you get your name out there and I could really use like new everything. Um, I hate my, um, my, what do you call that? Like the icon, the stupid little face I have there. I don't hate it. it it's, it's fine. It's just kind of dark and weird. Um, which I guess fits the show, but I'm even more dark in a, what the hell is that until you look at it wet. So, um, if anybody wants to contribute, just uh, email alexcast at gmail and, um, uh, you can do that. It'd be cool. Um, and I will uh, put your name and your Twitter and your website and whatever the fuck else you want, if you want to contribute and I will plug the fuck out of you. So that is that I'm crossing that out because I actually wrote right there show art. And that says plug book. Oh, I did. I forget to mention that I write a book that I write a, by the way, that's how I speak. So obviously this book is fucking fantastic and full of perfect grammar and really lovely things. Uh, yeah. So that's the 24 hour podcast. I talked about that, uh, body dysmorphia. I made a note, talked about that, which leads me to the videos, which I talked about that. Um, if anybody on Twitter or on uh, YouTube or whatever, uh, that I know, uh, makes uh, a negative comment about my look or about my looks on there, uh, I will hunt and kill you. Um, this isn't a joke. I know I'm like, I'm a pacifist. I, I don't eat meat. Um, I, I'm really, I try to leave the world better than I came in, than it was when I came into it. I, I try, I do no harm. I, I, I want to never hurt anybody. But if you leave a negative comment about my looks, I will kill you. And in a really violent, horrible way. Uh, this took way too much fucking work to get my stupid face out there to try to get over my dumb fucking aborted Neanderthal looks to have you fuck it up with your silly little japes and jabs. Um, but you can make fun of how, like, I'm a mumble math idiot. That's fine. Um, you can make fun of the fact that I don't really know anything about uh, tarot cards. Just avoid the face, really. I'm fine with every. You, it's cool. I got bitch tits. You can do that. Cool. But just not the face. Come on. I'm asking a favor here. So I just invited a horror fucking show of storm of insults. Fun. And yeah, uh, 24 hour podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. So the other thing I wanted to mention to you guys. And this is a fun, important thing. Uh, so Martin Clemens, he is a buddy of mine from the Twitter, one of the throngs of online friends I have. And by throngs, I mean like eight, maybe 10. But either way, he's one of the dudes I talk to a lot. And he just got a fucking super cool thing. And I wanted to tell you guys about it. So maybe we could boost some traffic or whatever. So uh, I know I've referenced Mysterious Universe on this show before. It is a really wonderful paranormal themed uh, podcast out of Australia, which is um, that place. It's it's like look at the bottom of maps and the one that isn't white, the other islandy big thing down there. That's Australia. And yeah, so the, it's this really great podcast and listened to it for years. I've listened to literally every episode and yeah, I am a massive, massive fan, and they have um, articles that go up on their website that uh, kind of overlap and, and inform the podcast, but a lot of times it's independent of the podcast. And our friend Martin Clemens is now a, um, I guess, I don't know, a featured writer on there, a, a, a contributor, whatever it is. Either way, it's a, it's a fucking cool thing. There's not that many of them, like Nick Redfern's on there. Like, these are like big names in the paranormal community like this this is like a big deal like it's awesome i'm not saying he's calling it a big deal but i'm telling you guys it's a big deal so if he tells you otherwise uh tell him to go suck lemons and um 
Yeah. So you can find him on Twitter. That's uh, Raris Valentis, which he really needs to get a better Twitter handle if he's going to start getting all famous. But it's R-A-R-U-S underscore V-O-L-U-N-T-A-S. I'll put that in the show notes. And yeah, his first uh, his first article for Mysterious Universe came up and it's about the uh, the Naga lights. I think you say Naga. Maybe it's Naga, uh, which are these things in um, um, the kind of Asia somewhere. I forget where the fuck it is. Um, I know I'm a really great goddamn uh, friend that plugs these things. I just I'm really bad at geography and I, I'm always afraid to say the wrong one. It's this river. Um, whatever. The point is, it's this thing that uh, every I think it's like every October, these weird, essentially flaming balls of weirdness shoot up from a river. And uh, there's no I mean, there's theoretical explanations, but there's no like explanation, you know, no scientific like. Uh, you know, uh, if you put, if you put sodium in, in, in water, it explodes or something like that, you know, um, um, potassium, right? Not sodium. Yes. Maybe both. The point is Naga lights they don't really know what they are. So I'm gonna put a link to that, but it's on mysterious universe and that's fucking cool. So I wanted to mention that cause he's a, he's a fucking solid dude. Um, it's from Canada though, which he got to hold against a little bit. Like not not horrible. Like like being from Canada isn't like Hitler, but it's definitely like a it, like Mussolini maybe. Like he's like like being from Canada equates you to eh, maybe more like a Rommel. Yeah. So Morgan J. Clemens is, is like Rommel, is really what I'm saying. That's that's the long and short of these things. But uh he is a a a Rommel that knows how to write well. And um I think that's really the the thing we can take away from all this is that you can you can take part in in a horrific uh holocaust that ruined generations of people and nearly destroyed the world um but if you're a good writer uh you know i can kind of look the other way a little bit you know just a little though i'm not like fully like this is not going to be like the nuremberg trials or something you know i'm not going to i'm not going to wait a whole shitload of years i'm not you know this is going to be pretty straightforward justice that i'm going to uh let loose on the war criminal um at raris valentis i don't know how i just turned from him being a great writer to a war criminal but i think it might have been awesome i think it may have been awesome so yeah that is actually really just the things i want to talk about um i don't know i just wrote down stupid shit like that yeah um yeah, everything else I wanted to say can I'll put it off to another one. I don't want these things to run too long. Maybe the maybe the by myself episodes will be a half hour. That might seem to be a thing. Oh no, wait, one more thing. I was noticing, and I've noticed this for a while, that when I write tweets, I say I too often. Me, my, you know, um, I think those are one of those pronouns. Either way, reference myself too often. And it bothers me because I don't want to come across as, as egotistical because that's not where I'm coming from is it's the only way without directly saying it. And since there's only 140 characters, this would ruin any chance of, uh, you know, clear and concise tweets I could ever throw out. But is, it's my way of putting across that. Like it's, it's a, I'm aware of the subjectivity of the statement. Like I don't like definitive statements and I, 
I don't even think I like that one. Like I'm, I'm, I don't believe in definitive statements. I don't even believe in the statement. I don't believe in definitive statements. That's how much I don't believe in them. I live in what, I don't know if he coined the term, but what I learned from Robert Anton Wilson is maybe logic. I live in a universe of maybe logic and I don't, yes and no and good and evil and right and wrong, all that, like those, the, the, the poles of thought I'm really not great at. Uh, I don't really know um, the ins and outs of hating stuff. I use the term hate because it's four letters and I'm on Twitter, but it's more annoyance. Um, and oftentimes it's it's disappointment. But, you know, you can kind of simplify. You can kind of uh, call that down and say hate because I, at least to me, I think the point gets across. But I've recently come to the realization that what I think is the world is not the world. Uh, while talking to Rachel the other episode where I realized that a lot of the things that I thought people were joking about were actually the actions of people. So who the fuck knows uh, if people actually do have just these endless cauldrons of hate within them. But uh, that is not what I mean when I say hate. And when I say uh, I too often, that's not to say I believe it's to say I believe it is not it's not it is there's this thing called uh, e prime which uh, again I learned this from Robert Anton Wilson I forget who came up with it but e prime is English without is which is really tough to do but instead of saying uh, what I'm drinking is a Zevia zero calorie soda you would say what appears to me uh, what I'm drinking appears to me to be a Zevia zero calorie soda. So what that does is, I mean, it, it takes away a definitive statement as saying, this is what I'm drinking to be, this is what it appears to me to be drinking that in my subjective view of reality, using a flawed instrument being a, a human body using flawed terms, which is, you know, um, the thing to drink, um, to experience, you know, these conceptual norms that you're relying upon are really metaphor. Like uh, this is, that's a metaphor. Cause th that isn't that like I'm picking up right now, I'm picking up a, um, a, a coffee cup. So, um, if you take a coffee cup, like, all right, so I'm holding one in my hand right now. And I would say, I'm holding this coffee cup. I'm, I'm feeling it. It's cold. It's a black coffee cup. It's cold. I'm feeling it with my hand. Now, that's a metaphor. That's not happening. That's what you're doing isn't true to anything, to no sense of reality. If you look at on the atomic scale, if you focus down really, really close, no part of you is actually touching any part of the cup. It's mostly empty space kind of interacting. Generally, when you're going there, it's like the outside of bonds are hitting each other. So what you're really feeling is the pressure of kind of the outside layer of your atomic structure interacting with the outside layer of its, its atomic structure. It's passing along information, but you're not actually feeling the coffee cup. It's not, you're not touching it. If you look at the micro, like if you look close enough, you're not actually making contact. You don't make contact. If you made contact, you would, I don't know how to finish that statement, but I think, I think if, I think, I think you would actually like, I think your atoms would interact or something, you know, like it'd be, it would be bad. Like, I think you would, uh, turn into some kind of, uh, 
uh, covalent bonding with a coffee cup and you would have the powers of keeping liquids at a at a somewhat reasonable temperature for a small amount of time but anyway the point is it's it's a metaphor um cold is a metaphor it's you're feeling with your hand but that that's only cold because that's what you accept cold to be if we were you know um if we were from pluto uh my i would be i would be my hand would be burning right now it'd be in flames uh well not actually flames because you know, flames are part of physics, but it would be incredibly hot and my hand would be, it would be uh, burnt to ash um, because my skin would have no way of dealing with a temperature this hot uh, because I'm from Pluto. Um, but here on earth, uh, this is a nice, delightful, cool sensation because that's a metaphor. This entire concept is a metaphor. So to, to make the statement, I am drinking to make the statement, um, you are something, it is something is to, instead of understand that the metaphor, it, it instead of understanding it as a metaphor, you're understanding it as truth. So I'm understanding this as, uh, as like, you're not actually looking at a coffee cup. You're looking at, at the photons reflecting off the surface of something. So what I'm seeing are photons. I'm not actually seeing the coffee cup. I'm seeing the photons that are reflected off the coffee cup. And I'm seeing that because the way that they're reflected, uh, you know, goes through the light spectrum. So it appears to me to be black. Now, if this room had a slightly different, you know, kind of lamp in it, this would probably appear, you know, red or, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Some, let's just go with red. I don't know. I don't fucking terrible color theory. But the point is, then it doesn't make it any less true that I'm drinking from a black coffee cup. Now, if the red light's on, I'm drinking from a red coffee cup. Now, it doesn't mean that this is actually a black coffee cup. That's not true. It's only true because we're used to seeing in this style of light. That's the way our eyes are used to. That's the way the photoreceptors in our eyes are used to. Um, so what we're dealing with is metaphor. The long way around is what we're dealing with is metaphor. So overuse of I in tweets is kind of... Everything I just said condensed. So I think this, I believe, or, um, so instead of saying, uh, you know, this, uh, this, this TV show is terrible. I would say, you know, I think this might be the worst show I've ever seen or something. But the idea is that I'm not saying, I'm not trying to propose an objective reality that for you to accept. I'm not saying I'm going to say that that TV show is terrible uh, therefore, that TV show uh, takes on the aspect of terrible. That that TV show is now um, been imbued with the aspect of terrible. That is, it is now that is the terrible thing. It's not. It's not like uh, painting something or 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 pushing something. It's a descriptive. So, if you say this is something, what you're doing is saying on a definitive level, on a binary level, on a plus or minus, you know, binary is just, you know, a switch is on, a switch is off. It's a one or a zero. So you're saying one ugly, zero, not ugly. And if to me, if you say to me, if you say, or I think, but to me is another great example. And I, I try to use those as well is to me, this is truth, but I'm not trying to, push truth on you because you're a flawed machine 
living in a certain reality that I have nothing to fucking do with. I can't interact with you. I've never seen you. I've only seen photons react off you. Never heard your voice because I've interpreted the vibrations of sound. Uh, I've interpreted vibration in air using weird uh, tiny fucking a drum head in a in my fucking skull that has these tiny little weird implements and cilia and oddness like it's the entirety of it is silly there's no actual happening this is all a metaphor interpreted by a really specific machine so to say that my metaphor from this very specific machine, one that admittedly I think has the face of an aborted Neanderthal, why would I think that these set of value judgments and 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 observations have anything to do with your life? It 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 would be fucking absurd for me to say that. So this is why I get a little nervous saying I too often or to me too often, but I think it's important even though I very much would like those characters back uh because twitter is is you know one of its strengths is also its its downfall is man 140 sometimes is too small i think i think 180 would be nice or 160 but you know we we deal with what we have and what we have is me feeling uh, a bit uh, of an egotist to say uh, to me it's this way or i think but it's that aspect that allows me to not argue uh because i'm not much of an arguer on twitter i hope um actually i hope you haven't noticed that i hope when i said that you go oh yeah shit i never i actually don't ever see him arguing because it's stupid to argue because well, it's not stupid to argue. actually arguing is really fun but it's stupid to argue if there's if you're going to be emotionally vested in it and feelings are going to be hurt and things are because i mean the fact is you're, you're flawed instruments uh perceiving the tiniest sliver of a thing that could loosely be called reality. So I'm, you know, seeing a small amount of the, uh, of the available light in this room. I'm hearing a very small amount of the sound that's actually happening in this room. I'm feeling only the smallest bit of the available sense data that's here. Uh, and I'm, and I'm doing it in a rude and awful way. Um, I've been accustomed to the smell of this room. So as it feels like there is no smell, I've been accustomed to uh, the um, the sound of this room so that there's certain sounds you don't hear. Uh, like if you go in one of those anechoic chambers, you know, the rooms that have like literally like it's like less sound than sound. It's actually like negative sound. Um, you almost go nuts because you can start hearing, you know, the sound of, you know, your heartbeat and your, you know, your blood flow and just the sound of, you know, what it sounds like when your hand moves. But these are things that we've, you know, our entire life, like right now, if you think about it, you should be able to hear your heartbeat, but you don't because you've been acclimated to it. Your flawed machine, we're all just flawed machines walking around, experiencing the tiniest sliver of reality. I, we can't sense which way is north. Our, our, our fucking, most of the animals have better, better fucking noses than us, better eyes than us. Uh, a lot can outrun us. Uh, it, it's, it's, Every chunk of available data says that our machines are limited. And even we have to build machines to get extra stuff. Like I can't, I can't see atoms right now. That's that. So how could I fucking, if I can't see atoms in my goddamn coffee cup, how can I possibly try to tell you what you see? That's absurd. You know, we're seeing, we're seeing a, a, the smallest, tiniest little sliver of the available sense data. And 
to get that across, I say to me or I think. So uh, definitive statements, I'm a little weird about using in, I mean, I use them all the time, of course, but I, 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 I try to get across the caveat that that definitive statement is only to me at this moment, you know, uh, to a, 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 a complete piece of shit machine that's terrible at, at taking in everything but also, you know, the single most beautiful and complex thing that's ever been created as far as we can tell. I mean, the human brain is, is holy crap, is it amazing? It is just, it is, it is, it is the concept of articulation. It's if, if you were, if you were God and you said, you know, uh, you know, he said, you know, let there be light and there was, you know, the word was the creation. And, you know, the word is the brain. I mean, there, there is the, the, the elegance of the brain is fucking amazing. And the elegance of the brain is telling me that I've rattled on about this nonsense for too long. But to me, I thought that was important. See, I'm not saying it was important. I'm saying to me, I thought that was important. Now, this also can be detrimental because you can start getting in the habit of saying, well, it's just my opinion. So it doesn't really affect the rest of the world. So if you start saying like, to me, you smell like a festering, you know, corpse that's been left in the sun while uh, camel shit on it. Yeah. Okay. That's an opinion, but you probably don't want to articulate it as such. Um, also I need to look up articulated versus articulated. Um, cause if you articulate, uh, your words well, but don't you like articulate a statue? Like, um, like you can, like if you put like a wireframe, that's like to articulate something. So I think maybe I'm saying the word wrong, or it's one of those homonyms that I was not aware of previously. The point is, to me, I think I just talked for too long. I'm sorry if I lost you. But I thought in the middle there, like, actually, like, just after I started talking about the eye thing, I thought I had a nice little role there that I was like, oh, that's that pretty good, Alex. You should you should say things like that more often. And then and I kind of, I think I started repeating myself a little bit. But what can you expect? I look like a fetal Neanderthal. You can't expect me to have the, the epic brain power and communication ability of you fancy Dan homo sapiens running around looking, oh, look at you being taller than me. Uh, you're not a stout body frame and wide-nosed. Yeah, you didn't dominate Europe 70,000 years ago and then were killed out. <sighs> Jerks. It's rubbing in my face. Fine. Sorry, I was extinct. At least I'm not Australopithecine. Bag of shit. Australopithecines. Who the fuck likes those guys?